Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Josh, and I'm your Push Coach. Thank you so much for joining me for season three of my podcast, where my mission is to help coaches, leaders, and entrepreneurs to find purpose and passion in their work while turning it into a six and even seven figure coaching business. But before we dive into today's episode, let me just share a little bit about me. After making only two sales in my entire first year of business, I've gone on to create a multi-million dollar coaching business, helping people just like you to find confidence, clarity, and become leaders that change the world. On this show, you're gonna get tools and resources that are gonna help you to make success easier than you ever thought possible. We're gonna help you reprogram your beliefs and mindset for success and create a program that gives your clients massive results. Also, I would love to give you a free copy of my brand new book, The Best Version of You. Head over to joshcoats.com to grab a copy and learn the exact strategies that I have used to build a multi-million dollar coaching business. I'm so excited to have you here today. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 my friends. So excited to hang with you today. We are digging further into this chapter on urgency and creating puke goals. So let's dive right in. Urgency creates focus. One of the number one reasons people struggle to reach their next level of success in life is simply a lack of focus. I've worked with six and seven figure earners who have got so far on work ethic and then find themselves stuck. They can't figure out why they've plateaued and can't seem to figure out how to move forward. Usually, there are people who, at one point or another, had something to fight for that forced them to have a strict to-do list and be productive. But when the bills are no longer a challenge and they don't have something to fight for, their days become less focused. Their to-do lists become less urgent, and they tend to coast on the momentum of yesterday. Others who are just starting out on their goals get caught up in perfectionism, fear, or self-doubt. As a result, most online entrepreneurs spend more time designing logos and graphics than talking to potential clients. I've had many moments on my health journey where I had a specific goal or event that I wanted to look good for, so I was so incredibly focused on my nutrition and workouts for three to six months. But when the goal is reached or the event is over, it's so easy to go back to just eating healthy-ish and working out every day, but without the same focus and intensity. The second you set a big goal, you will realize that something inside of you shifts. You realize that you no longer have time for the same BS you used to do with your time. You realize that if this is going to happen, you have to be more focused than ever before. You have to create to-do lists. You have to track and measure progress, and you have to show up. Most people are scared to death of setting big goals because they assume they are too busy to be any more productive. The thought of trying to achieve more makes them think that I want them to stay at the office all night or, or, or work out for hours a day. The funny thing is that urgency actually does the opposite. It forces you to get more done in less time. It takes someone from taking selfies at the gym to showing up early so that they don't have to share the space with someone else. It takes someone from overthinking logos and colors to messaging more people who could actually pay them. It takes them from needing everything to be perfectly figured out to just going for it and committing to learn on the go. Urgency breeds creativity. When I quit my day job at the end of 2015, I had a fresh sense of excitement for the year ahead. I had found a way to make $48,000 in my second year of business doing it part-time. 
what could I accomplish with a year of working full-time in my business? I was reading a book by Grant Cardone called The 10X Rule, still one of my favorites, and he encourages you to add a zero to the end of your goal. The idea is that everyone underestimates how much energy and effort it takes to reach a goal. So if you want to make 100,000, you should go ahead and aim for 1 million. And that way, even if you come up short, you'll still crush your original goal of 100,000. So I decided to take the amount of money I made detailing cars, about $40,000, and try to 10x that with my first full year of working full-time for myself. Someone who had grown up never having enough money to travel, thought eating at Applebee's was fancy, and had almost been evicted multiple times as an adult, was going to try to make $400,000 in one year. I had already fixed my focus the year before by coming up with a daily to-do list, but now I would need more. I couldn't do enough free calls to sign up clients and make 400000 and live to tell about it. That would just be too many calls with too many people. Plus, I didn't have time to work with that many clients anyways. This is when I was still only charging about $100 a call. I would have had to do like 4,000 calls or about 11 one-hour sessions a day, seven days a week to make that much money. No thank you. I knew I needed to find a creative way to make more money in less time. I had already launched some group coaching programs, so I felt that was the best thing to just put my focus and energy into that. But at around $200 a person, that would still be 2,000 people I needed to sell a course to, and I decided I wasn't willing to message that many people on Facebook. There had to be a better way. I was at an event where someone was speaking on the power of Periscope, a social media platform that was eventually replaced completely by Facebook Live. While she was selling the entire audience on using this new platform, she mentioned something that changed my life. It's funny because she wasn't even trying to sell anything about Facebook ads, but somewhere in her speech, she mentioned how she had used Facebook ads for years and that it was her biggest ROI of any other form of investing she did in her business. I was sitting there in a trance. As she went on to talk more and more about a platform that everyone else in the room bought into, a platform that completely flopped several months later, and I was hearing a different message. When she mentioned Facebook ads, something deep inside me shot up and said, that's it. I had already seen her ads popping up in my own feed day after day. Between her and Lewis Howes, the right column of my feed was filled with their ads every single day. In fact, their ads were showing up so often that I had even set a secondary goal in my business to take over the news feed as much as she had taken over my feed. Sometimes I would literally be scrolling and one of her ads would disappear only for another one to appear. Everyone else went home and poured hours into Periscope. Many of them bought her course on how to monetize Periscope, but I went home and started researching Facebook ads. I was mentioning this whole process to a client who mentioned she had an ads course that she had never used. I offered to give her the next session for free if she allowed me to have her login info. She agreed. I spent the next six months in ad school. For 30 to 45 minutes every night, I watched videos. I experimented with things I was taught. I would sometimes pause videos to write an ad only to learn five minutes later, something I had just done was wrong and I would have to go back and make edits. But I just kept doing everything I was told. I kept tweaking and experimenting like a mad scientist. A few months later, an ad for one of my courses went viral. 
it started to get 10 to 15 messages a day from people who were interested. In fact, it worked so well, I almost turned off the ad because I couldn't keep up with everyone who was interested in purchasing. Thankfully, I had a life-saving moment where I decided it would make more sense to hire someone to manage the comments and questions than to turn off an ad that was making me money left and right. Over time, ad be ads became my new thing. In 2015, I became the master of turning a Facebook conversation into a free call and then using that call to convert people into one-on-one -on -one clients. In 2016, I became the master of using ads to get people into my inbox and eventually used ads to get people into larger webinars where I taught free value and then pitched at the end of the call. I had nights where I made up to $20,000 from a one-hour sales call. Fast forward to December 31st, 2016, and I hit my $400,000 mark in revenue around 9 p.m. Within a few minutes of a message, I got from one of my one-on-one -on -one clients letting me know she had hit her goal too. Setting a big goal is scary, but it forces you to dig into a deeper part of yourself to find answers that your brain doesn't even have. It's one of the ways to bypass your head voice and to force your heart voice to speak up. When you go after something bigger than you've ever gone after before, you will find that you have things living on the inside of you that are just waiting to be birthed. You have more creativity than you realize. I say this affirmation every day, and I hope it will also inspire you. I am a creator. I have my creator's ideas and energy flowing through my veins. Urgency demands ownership. Pretend for a minute that you have left the house for the night and your kids or pets are home with a babysitter. You've been out all night having drinks and enjoying yourself or maybe just at Target trying everything on. On your way home, you realize there's smoke coming from your neighborhood. Strange. You get to your neighborhood and realize that the smoke is coming from your street. As you round the corner onto your street, it's clear that the smoke is coming from your house. Your house is up in flames. So you race your car up the street. You have no idea whether or not your loved ones are okay. You drive up into the front yard, not even caring that you just demolished your lawn and shrubs and run to the door. Somewhere in between the car and the house, you lose your keys. You're in such a frantic state that you have no idea what happened. Maybe they fell out in the car. Maybe they're buried in the bottom of your purse. All you know is that the front door is locked. Your loved ones could be inside and you have no keys. What do you do? Do you kick down the door? Punch through a window? run through the wall? Yes, yes, and, and hell yes. You find a way to get in because you have no other choice. Now, lost keys. Let's take away the fire and take away your loved ones being home. Do you still kick down the door and ruin your new shoes? Or do you go sit in your car, call a locksmith, and play on your phone until someone shows up to get you in? My guess is the latter. Here's the thing. I spent hundreds, if not thousands of hours on calls with entrepreneurs who have a burning desire to reach their full potential and help others to do the same. I've listened to story after story on one-on-one -on -one calls in my training groups and at team retreats I've done around the country. I've heard people tell me how desperate they are for something to change in their lives. I've heard stories of people with jobs that are eating their souls and keeping them away from making memories with their kids. Stories of stay-at-home parents who want nothing more than to relive, to relieve the financial pressure on a spouse who is overworked and underpaid. Stories of people buried in debt so deep they have 
no hope of ever having any type of financial freedom. People want to travel, send their kids to the best schools, give to charity and raise funds for others in need. From what I've seen, there are a whole lot of houses on fire and a lot of people sitting around in their cars playing on their phones waiting for a locksmith to come save the day. But I don't have big enough of a following or I don't know how to talk to people or why would anyone want to sign up with me? Just sounds to me like I don't care enough about my future to run into the burning building. The truth is you have the same resources as everyone else. You're just looking for something easier. One of my best-selling trainings that I ran for several years for online entrepreneurs was full of so much content, you couldn't possibly walk away and not know how to sell. People tell me all the time how much they love the training and how inspiring and impactful it was. In reality, only 10 to 15% of people took the training, actually did anything with it. How do I know? Because the views on the week four videos were less than half of the views on week one. Because by week three, hardly anyone was even checking into the Facebook group we provided. And because the people who did the work, that 10 to 15%, ended up having crazy positive testimonials. One sales rep went top 10 in her whole company from what she learned in this $199 training. So I decided to change the game. In 2018, I launched a training called the Push Mastermind. In this group, I gave people the same daily activities list. But instead of giving them 20 videos to view, we just had a once a week teaching call. Instead of trying to teach people how to build their business, I put the focus on just doing the work. It had daily challenges, weekly call outs for falling behind on activities, and weekly recognition for people who got results. Instead of hearing things like, oh my God, you dropped so many truth bombs, Josh, saying this in my best diva voice, I started hearing things like, I've never worked this hard at any time in my entire business, and it feels great good to be this productive. Instead of having 10 to 15% of the enrollees stick it out, we had over 90%. The testimonials started piling up. I get that my house on fire analogies is, is a little extreme, and I do apologize if that triggered any extra emotions. But that's how serious I am about helping people create their best lives. I'm continually reminding my push groups that the demons you don't face are the ones you automatically pass on to your kids. You can tell your kids all day and night to chase their dreams, but if you don't show them what that looks like, will they? I can promise you that they'll duplicate what you do, not what you say. Do you really want to tell your kids that they're not outgoing enough, pretty enough, or skilled enough to make their dreams come true? Do you want to teach them to live from their head instead of their heart? The reality is that your kids are going to come to you at some point and ask for advice. Maybe they want to make the team. Maybe they want to go to a certain college. Whatever it is, they will come to you when they struggle. They will say things from their head voice like, Mom, Dad, I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think I'm smart enough. I don't think I'm pretty enough. And in that moment, you will obviously tell them that you believe in them. You will tell them they can do anything they put their mind to. But will they really believe the person who hasn't lived that example first? At some point, we have to ask ourselves if our advice is full of shit or if our excuses are full of shit. We either really believe that anyone can accomplish their dreams and we need to stop making excuses for ourselves, or we need to believe that no one can and stop giving such bad advice. But if everyone can, that includes you too.
And I want to read this paragraph again because this is very important to me. At some point, we have to ask ourselves if our advice is full of shit or if our excuses are full of shit. We either really believe that anyone, anyone can accomplish their dreams, which means we need to stop making excuses, or we need to believe that no one can and stop giving that advice. But if we do in fact believe that everyone can, that includes you too. Ownership isn't just about you. It's about what you're willing to do for your family and for the world around you. Even if your house isn't on fire, even if you have plenty of money in the bank, a boat, and a white picket fence, do you have enough to fund your favorite charity? Do you have enough to build orphanages in Africa? Do you have enough to end world hunger? Then I'd say you're not done yet. Grant Cardone says that success is your moral and ethical obligation. And I believe in that statement so much. If your house isn't on fire, I believe very strongly that your mission should to be should be to help as many other people as possible to put their fires out. As long as you are breathing, there is work to do because there are others who need you. Living anything less than your full potential, I believe, is a slap in the face to both your creator and the rest of creation. If you take the time to set your own puke goals, you'll find a whole new level of potential is just waiting for you. This is one of the keys to coaching yourself and others to the next level of success. In fact, it's one of the reasons I do something called a breakdown session with my one-on-one clients. It's also something we teach to all of our life coaches. It's a process of asking questions that force you to dig in and find what you really want in life to create a plan and process for how to make it happen. As I'm writing this book, I was launching my own life coach certification. We're now a year and a half into that program and have graduated over 150 people. One of the things I will be teaching, and I'm going to go ahead and read this present tense because we are teaching this. One of the things we teach our coaches is how to set their own puke goals to make sure they're also tapping into their own heart voices and creating something significant in their own lives as they coach others to do the same. They will all go through their own breakdown session so that they're equipped to put others through the same process. I wanted to give you a few of the questions that I use for the breakdown session to help you get started on your first puke goal. Feel free to use these questions to help others as you are leading and coaching them. Also, something we have added since writing this book is that you can now get a free call with one of our master coaches where you can go through an actual coaching session with someone to find the heart and the head voice and to help you to move forward. If you're interested in that, you can go to joshcoats.com slash master coach call. That's joshcoats.com slash master coach call. All right, let's get to the questions. Number one, imagine yourself one year out. Now imagine that I could remove all of the obstacles, all of the pain, all of the time, and all of the energy it would take to get what you really want. What would you reach out and take? What would you want in your life if it didn't cost you anything and you could just have it handed to you? This is one of those questions that definitely takes some time and space to be in the right energy, to really think about this. A year out from now, what would you accomplish if nothing stood in your way and you could just have anything you want? Take away the limitations. Take away how many followers you think you need or how many people or whatever and just 
Just write down what you actually want to accomplish. Number two, imagine we are at a retreat together one year from now. I walk up to you and say, I'm so proud of you for reaching that goal. That was amazing. Would you mind sharing with my clients the top three things you did to make that goal happen? What would your three things be? This is a way of going into the future and finding your focus. If you can imagine yourself having success, it becomes a lot easier to imagine the three things it took to get there. Number three, what can you do on a daily basis to put yourself on track to do the three things you mentioned in number two? We can't know for sure, but we can use our heart voice to help us make accurate predictions. Number four, what is your head voice trying to tell you about this goal and your ability to reach it? What are the thoughts of doubt, fear, and weakness that are going to try to hold you back? Number five, what does the voice of love, hope, excitement, purpose, passion, and faith have to say about your ability to reach that goal? Number six, how can you remind yourself daily of the heart voice from number five and begin to reprogram yourself to believe in your ability to reach this goal? Number seven, who will you be accountable? Who, who will you be accountable to? Who will you share this process with whom you can trust to believe in and encourage you, but also call you out when you try to run away? That's all for chapter six, my friends. And I have a corrected link for you. I looked it up right before I hit the questions. Go to joshcoats.com slash master coach call. Okay. If it doesn't load for you, try hitting in joshcoats.com, hit enter first. That'll add in the HTTPS colon backslash backslash, <laughs> but it's joshcoats.com slash master coach call to get a free um, coaching session with one of our master coaches. And then also just as a reminder, if you go to my website, joshcoats.com and download the copy of my book where you order the paperback, it also comes with a digital copy of this and the workbook so you can make sure and go through all of these questions. I know that some of you are listening while you're driving, while you're getting ready. So you're missing out on some of the coaching time, which is a really, really important thing. So I highly recommend go to joshcoats.com, download that. And guys, thank you so much for listening along. We'll be back next week with the next chapter. Love you so much. I believe in you. Remember that everything you need is on the inside. All the resources you'll ever need are right under your nose. I will see you soon, my friends. Have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in today to Your Push Coach. I hope you enjoyed so much of this deep dive into the tips and strategies you can use to build your coaching business. If you want to hear more episodes just like this, please make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get notified when a new episode releases every week. Also, make sure and tag me over on your stories wherever you're listening to the show so that I can share them over to my stories. Remember, you are worthy of everything you want in life. You are capable of everything you want in life. You have infinite creativity and wisdom and life and love living on the inside of you. So go be a light today in the people you serve. I will see you next time.